This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Thanks for listening to the evening edition. So if you're anything like me, you don't just love watching movies, you also love listening to two complete strangers jabber on about movies. You know, dissecting those themes, comparing and contrasting, digging deep, getting all meta, showing off their deep and profound knowledge of cinema. Which is why you need to check out the all-new At The Movies podcast with my buddy Uma Pagan Abige Pagan. I really think he loves talking about movies more than he does watching them. And to listen, just log on to bfm.my slash movies. It's time for the Clang Valley's biggest conversation. Talk back on the evening edition. Only on BFM 89.9. And good evening, folks. I'm Ezra Zayed. I'm Carolino. And this evening, of course, it's Talk Back. And tonight, a bit of a doozy of a topic uh, for all of you listeners. And the question we're asking today, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? Uh, now... The reason we're going to be talking about this is that uh, the communications and multimedia minister, Sri Saleh Said Karwa, he had a blog posting recently and he went on to say that many people were abusing the internet and embarking on campaigns of quote-unquote lies and misinformation instead of using the online platform to exchange ideas and opinions in a civil manner. And he goes on to say that, you know, quote, in this day and age, especially in the era of the borderless world due to the internet, freedom of speech and the expressing of one's opinion is almost taken for granted what we sometimes forget, however, is that this must be treated as a privilege rather than an absolute right, and privileges, if abused, can sometimes be withdrawn, end of quote. So he says the problem arises when we hide behind freedom of speech and then pretend that we're merely well, seeking to discuss and debate, and then we disagree for the sake of disagreeing. So the minister said that uh, internet users should be considerate when they express their thoughts and views online. As the online world is community-owned, he says, uh, we must be able to differentiate between truth, half-truths, innuendos and lies and not regard everything as opinions that you are free to espouse. Yeah, so... um I think you pretty much have a sense of the uh, message that the communications and multimedia minister was going on to say. Uh, and of course, this topic of uh, freedom of expression, uh, it's gone beyond uh, th- this idea about uh, the contestation of, of opposing ideas. Uh, right now, uh, a lot of people uh, feel very strongly about this issue because we're seeing uh, a lot of media publications uh, under attack um, with regards to some of the content that they've been uh, publishing. Uh, We've seen uh, cartoons, uh, you know, being put away and cartoonists being put behind bars. There have been books that have been banned by, uh, you know, publishers. And so a, a general discussion about freedom of expression uh, is definitely uh, at play and very much relevant in Malaysia. And yeah. um, so this, this this quote that he came up with, uh, the communications of multi-minister, that it's a privilege rather than absolute right, it certainly caught uh, a lot of people's attention um, today when this blog posting came up. Yeah, I mean, you know, in thinking about it... I, I would be lying if I said that I didn't wish that this right was not extended to everyone. I mean, sometimes, um, you know, reports in the news uh, and remarks that are made actually makes me wish that I could legally gag certain people um, and certain individuals. But I think, you know, the idea is that even it would even itself out, right? It's self-regulation, and it, you know when you get remarks like these, it's part and parcel of the deal. Yeah, and you know, I think when people talk about uh, freedom of expression, and I'm sure we're going to get a lot of um, passionate uh, calls, um, you know, from our listeners about this topic. Uh, you know, the topic of freedom of expression is 
you know, you, you can discuss it on, on a local level or an international level, but every different community or locale has a different, um, I guess, experience with this particular problem. Like in the United States right now, uh, let me focus in on something I know, like comedy, for example, uh, freedom of expression and political correctness um, uh, when it comes to uh, making light of something or making jokes, that's where the, the tension is. Mm. In the Malaysian context, freedom of expression right now uh, is the ability to put forth uh, an opinion um, about something that you disagree on. And, and, and on that fundamental basis, that's the problem that we're facing. We're not talking about some sorority level uh, you know, freedom of expression issue. This is one of the more basic aspects of how people choose to express themselves, whether it's through a poster, whether it's through... And, and a lot of people are either being investigated or being detained or being arrested. Uh, and that's where the concern lies because in the Malaysian context, even at this very basic level, we don't even have that. So or some would argue that we don't have the that. Minister is saying that we cannot claim the moral high ground and say that our cause is virtuous uh, when we are neither noble or virtuous in our methods. Um, you know, since the internet uh, is community owned, he says that everyone needs to be considerate to others when doing things. I don't know. I mean, it feels as though we should be living in a Disney cartoon based on that. Yeah, well, uh, when it comes to claiming the moral high ground on, on what is virtuous, mm. uh, I think most Malaysians uh, are on decent ground mm. if, 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 if that's where the comparison is. But folks, uh, we're going to ask you this question tonight. Uh, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? I feel that uh, there's going to be some lawyers calling in about Article 10 of our federal constitution talking about uh, freedom of expression. I mean, that's what you, you want to hear. You want to hear those perspectives. You want to hear perspectives from uh, that story that we did uh, earlier today uh, when it came to uh, you know the, the youth group challenger, yeah. right? So a lot of these youths are getting together uh, to express an opinion and, and they're concerned about this culture of silence, which is very much tied in to this issue of freedom of expression. Uh, folks, uh, the number to call is 0377109000. You can text us at 016-201-9000. And you can also tweet us at BFM Radio. Once again, the question we're asking, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? Uh, let's not abuse this moment, folks. And 0377109000 is the number to call. We'll be right back after some music by Off Monster and Men. Here's Little Talks, BFM 89.9. 3-77-10-9000 to talk back. BFM 89.9. Caroline and Ezra here on Talk Back. The number to call, once again, 0377109000. You can tweet us at BFM Radio as well or send us a text at 0162019000. And we're speaking about, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? We're responding to uh, a blog posting that the Communications and Multimedia Minister, Dr. Sri Saleh Saeed Karwa, he said recently that freedom of speech is a privilege and not a right, and privileges sometimes can be taken away. Interesting mm. fact there. Uh, we're going to move on to our first caller of the day, and his name is David. Hi, David. Hi, Ezra. Hi, Caroline. Hi. Good to be back. I mean, I haven't been calling you guys for some time. Okay. Um, for starters, I believe that it's what, what this minister is trying to say is like he's, he's trying to pull wool over our head. This sort of thing is a basic right for everyone, you know. Without this sort of thing, how will we all be able to engage in very engaging or lively discussions, you know, whether you can, whether you're on the agreeing side or the opposing side, you know. Mm. Mm. So you so, think it's detrimental then not to have it? So I say, if by saying it's a privilege, right, okay, what the minister is trying to do is, he's basically thinking that, you know, we are all, uh, I say, unable to look after ourselves, which on the contrary, most of us are able to. I mean, 
at the end of the day, it's about how we practice how we practice our 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 free speech. And I mean, judging by the fact that how a lot of us are quite well aware of whatever that's going on, I think it's uh, basically it's just wrong for the minister to assume that we are. You know, we are—it's—it's uh, a, a privilege. What do you—what do you have to say about this? Because he does go on to elaborate and and obviously justify what he was saying in that there are a lot of people on the internet embarking on campaigns campaigns of lies and misinformation um, instead of using the online platform to exchange ideas and opinions in a civil manner. And it's going to be very difficult to de- deny the fact that sometimes you really don't see civil behaviour uh, online. What do you have to say to that? Okay, I'm sorry to say about this, but to the minister, I think. He is basically in his own fantasy world. To him, all right, he thinks that everything must be according to his way and all that. And again, like I said, not everybody is silly and all that. I mean, we, we know what, a lot of us will know what's right and what's wrong. I mean, if we see those people spreading out viral things and all that, we should be smart enough to determine whether it's true or not. I mean, we are not, like, like I said, we, we, need, we, have, we have, how to say, logic to think whether it makes sense or not. And an interesting thing about this entire discussion, David, is that um, it's as if the internet came about and, uh, you know, surprised us all about, you know, the potential of what it presents itself. I mean, moving away uh, from uh, the internet per se, I mean, what do you think is the state of freedom of expression uh, in Malaysia right now? I mean, from a, from a scale of one to five, if you had to rate it, one being a horrible North Korea level and five being, uh, blah, 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 let's go. A Scandinavian country. Scandinavian country, yeah. Where do you think we stand right now? Personally speaking, I wouldn't put it at North Korea level. Uh. It's it's a bit too it's too exaggerating. To, it's too exaggerating. Uh, actually, honestly speaking, I'll put it on a scale on a scale of one to five. I'll just put a three because a solid let's three. Be honest. All right. Yes. All right. Well, that's, that's a sitting on the fence three. Three is sitting on the fence. It's a, it's a strong three. It's well, a I don't know three. about it being strong. You know, we have a poll running online, folks, um, asking you whether or not freedom of speech is, and our answers A, a privilege, B, an absolute right, and three, overrated. We have 25% of respondents saying that freedom of speech is overrated. All right, David, uh, thank you very much uh, for your call. And yeah, this Twitter poll that we're putting up, uh, you can participate um, on this poll at twitter.com slash BFM radio. And uh, the poll happening there, and we're asking you just to pick as to whether freedom of speech is a privilege, absolute right, or overrated. And I think a lot of uh, pessimistic folks uh, might feel that uh, overrated uh, will be a nice little funny answer. But, you know, this issue about freedom of expression is very, very important because, Mm. um, you know, you have... uh, uh, a, a number of scenarios right now, more often than not, uh, apart from seeing sort of the most read and most viewed articles on these news portals, uh, in one way or another, uh, freedom of expression is being curtailed. Whether you're an academic professor, whether you're a graphic designer, uh, whether you're a book publisher, um, whether you're a cartoonist, um, there's a, a lot of question marks about, you know, where, where is that tipping point between uh, freedom of expression and as to whether you're living in some sort of authoritarian state. And that's certainly uh, where the concern lies. I think um, in terms of our press rankings as well, uh, you know, they haven't gone very, very well in the past few years. A lot of uh, criticism towards our performance on that as well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you you can see it reflected in various, I suppose, surveys and all this research that's done. And we talk about it from time to time here on the show as well. (laughs) Yeah, a couple of times or two. Uh, You can call us at 0377109000. You can text us at 0162019000. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We're asking you, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? Alvin is on the line. Hi, Alvin. 
Hi. Uh, Hi. Tell us uh, about your uh, thoughts on this issue. Yeah. Um, um, actually, I personally, I start a YouTube channel. Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I personally myself is a victim of like cyberbullying, where you, you can see users creating uh, anonymous accounts yes. and try to like spread hatred mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I actually agree to a certain extent what the minister is trying to say. Like um, some people are just abusing the anonymity that the internet affords to them, mm-hmm. and they they just. Um, they just don't filter out what they want to say and they just try to bully others um, and knowing that they might get away without uh, being punished by... But, but hang on, when you say knowing that they can get away without being punished, do you mean for putting perhaps what could be a hurtful remark? Do you think that punishment really is required? Especially like uh, they are trying to defame others, spreading right. false facts, but uh, at the same time they know that they can get away because people don't know their name. Yeah, they know they don't know who is actually behind the anonymous account. And, and when these comments, um, you know, come through, uh, I can appreciate that you know cyberbullying is a real, real issue that a, a lot of people are facing, and they hide behind this freedom of expression thing. But uh, have you uh, have threats been made to your personhood? Um, not up to that extent. Like, right. Yeah, like they are threaten, threatening to um, hurt me or something, but. Um, they are just making like remarks to hurt like your image, emotion, like to belittle you, mm-hmm. to say, "Hey, your channel sucks," and yeah, sort of this direction. Elvin, yeah. would you support more regulation um, with regard to what happens online? Um, I think the relevant authorities are trying hard to regulate the internet users, but um, um, on and off, like there are so many little little incidents happen online that the enforcement part are just very difficult. Yes, and, and do you think, and, and, and like you you call them little, little incidents, so do you think these little, little incidents require um, uh, better enforcement and regulation? Um, not until the victim reports to the relevant authorities. Right. But, uh, at the same time, the authorities themselves should take initiative to monitor, like, um, internet users. Uh, and if they manage to spot something suspicious, I think they should take action to be proactive in this sense, right. rather than waiting passively in the office, sitting down and just waiting for reports to come in and then they only they begin their investigation. Okay, thank you very much for that, Alvin. And it does sound as though what he's looking for is recourse rather than anything else, not necessarily regulation. Um, yeah, yeah well, I mean, um, I, I've had a, a bit of a, a moment on, on this YouTube thing and the, the social media monster that it is, mm. uh, it allows one thing in a positive way, feedback and interaction with people who like you, but also there's the flip side of it where there's like a truck full of hate mail. Right, yeah. and that hate mail um, is 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 interesting because I was always curious about the point in line in which it was responsible hate mail, right? So mm. criticism or mm. like, you know you don't like my face or you don't like what I said, that's fine. But I think once it becomes a threat to that person's um, personhood, to that person's being, yeah, uh, that's when that's a legitimate concern. And, and do those you think are, that that's the line in the sand for you then? For me, that's the line in the sand. If so, if, if somebody says something that hurts my feelings 
Or so, for example, Ezra, you suck on YouTube. Yeah, that? that's fine because offense is taken; it's not given. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And like, I have to, like, I have to. I don't actually feel like that's completely your opinion. But yeah. the moment you say that my face sucks on YouTube, and you want to throw like acid on my face, I mean, that's where that's not freedom of expression. That's just yeah. a, a right out attack. But no, we're talking, and this is great because we're talking about freedom of expression on, on a wide range of things. Thank you very much for your call, Alvin. Um, talking about the, the the freedoms afforded on social media. We're going to move on to our next. Next caller, uh, Rini is on the line. Hi, Rini. Hi, hi. I've been interested topic today. <laughs> Tell us what you think about um, freedom of expression. Uh, you know, the communications and multimedia minister said that it's a privilege and not a right. How do you feel about that? I I guess we Malaysians have already have a freedom of expression. It's just like eighty since um, there's a lot of malicious or all these candles and um, some uh, news are, are blown more than the real news, you know. The, um, and then I would say that the silent majority doesn't doesn't mean that they are not in the know. So the people, the, the in the internet or in the social media, sometimes the the things are blown out of proportion, and then the um, there being you know virals of news, and there's a, there's a um, very great some great areas that how should we uh, stop this it is it, um, based on perceptions or uh, keyboard warriors they will just uh, put malicious attack to the um, government or uh, or authority so sometimes um, there, there's a like um, a tipping balance on whether we should exercise you know freedom of especially at the same time to protect the integrity or the the, the worthiness of a news so, now so, so Rini, uh, just just to sort of have some clarity on, on what you're saying, do you think there's more fake and untruthful news more than actual legitimate journalistic reporting yes, that's being being yes. reported in Malaysia? Um, I would say that maybe because there's the only uh, source of alternative news. Um, because now this um, news spread, like, you know, uh, lies, sometimes uh, uh, the lies are uh, when being... Uh, when being broadcast or being, uh, you know, being so many news here online, so the lies are easier spread than the truth. But and don't you think that's also an opportunity <laughs> for, for for more truths um, to yeah, to to be to be spread out as well? That's why I was saying is a keeping balance within um, whether to believe or to not to believe. So in in. Uh, sometimes the response also come late. I mean, from the authority to give, you know, to 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 ascertain back the the news. The only, that's why they were saying the only right news you you know is the uh, football match. You know, <laughs> you know the final <laughs> score. I, I get what All you right. mean there. Thank you very much, uh, Rini. And I think what Rini was expressing there, it's it's a very frustrating scenario when, let's say, you choose to. Um, not be informed as, as much as you uh, choose when it comes to the onslaught of news and information that's coming on your Facebook timeline, for example. How do you discern right. uh, the truth and untruth and, you know, how much responsibility is that uh, given to the person consuming right. that Right, so as it's well? a matter of realistic aggregation. It, to, 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 to some degree, but, uh, you know, and it, it becomes very frustrating and, and confusing for, for some folks as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how do you determine, you know, what's out there in terms of what's real and what's not? Uh, we're going to move on uh, to our next caller and we have Tariq right now. Hi Tariq. Hi Ezra. Good evening. Hi, Tell us what you think Hi, about Tariq. this uh, freedom of speech. Okay. Um, well, the MCMC communicator saying it's the responsibility and 
sorry, it's a privilege, not a right. That's right. I, um, I, I just want to make this particular comment. Uh, I, I want to turn the argument a bit and say it's not really... I, I, I'm not going to answer whether it's a responsibility or, or you know, privilege or a right, whether you have the responsibility to be responsible or to, to speak uh, properly or not. But I'm going to say it is a skill set and it is a skill set that Malaysians are woefully... Malaysians in general are woefully under-practiced in this regard. Really oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, we're, we're not practiced yeah. enough in the skill of freedom of expression Yeah, yet. but Tariq, don't you think that opening it up would mean that we get the practice that we need? Absolutely. But are we opened up? Is it opened up right now? Um, the, right now, as it is, and every time there is a... I mean, let me, let, let, let me just be frank here. I mean, certain social... I mean, certain social media sites like Twitter and Facebook, uh, especially around the sites where, around the areas where Malaysians congregate, tend to be really toxic of of the rawest kind of bigotry and hatred. Mm-hmm. And, and we certainly need more uh, practice on that. I, I, we appreciate your comment there, Tariq. We're running out of time as we head to head to the 6.30 news. Uh, but folks, do call us at 0377109000. It's Top Band. We're asking you, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? It's coming up right after this on BFM 89.9. Psst, you there? Open your mouth and... Talk! It's Talkback Time on BFM 89.9. Caroline and Ezra here on Talkback. The number to call is 0377109000. We're asking you, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? Well, that's a question that the Communications and Multimedia Minister, Dr. Sri Sali Said Sukurwak, um, has put through on, on a blog posting. Uh, our first caller, or our next caller rather, Eugene is on the line. Hi, Eugene. Hi. Hi. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Um, uh, I will come across into first questions. Um, since the minister posted this question in his blog, just want to ask that minister, is him expressing his freedom of speech? Yeah, I can imagine that'd be a, a fair rhetorical question. Yes, but go on. Uh, and the second one would be corporate governance. Let's try... For him to see whether if he, um, uh, what I'm coming from is he asked the government to ban internet for the entire year. See whether this will help the people to stop them from expressing their thoughts. And, 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 and just moving on to this point a little bit um, quicker, Eugene, I mean, do you think that this is a way to, to, to is, is this an effective way to deal with this problem? No, no, it's not. Definitely not. And I don't think that internet is actually a privilege, but it's the absolute right in this current context. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, Eugene. We're going to move on to our next caller. If you want to chime in on whether freedom of speech is a privilege or an absolute right, uh, you can call us at 0377109000, uh, tweet us at BFM Radio, or text us at 0162019000. Kenny is on the line. Hi, Kenny. Can you Kenny, you can express your freedom of expression right now. You're on the air. I mean, we've put on the green light. Oh, not anymore. Right. Our producer has taken away your freedom of expression. Uh, we're going to move oh, on. Horrible. We're going to move on to our next caller. Victor is on the line. Hi, Victor. Hi, Victor. Hi, good evening. Caroline evening. Hi, Victor. Do us a favor and speak up, please. 
Yes, I always feel so privileged mm-hmm. to be able to talk on talkback. <laughs> so I I never take this as a right. I mean, I never take this as a, a, a for granted right. because I know if I abuse this privilege, I may not only may I be bad by BFM. Next time you you won't take my call. That's true. Talkback may be no more. <laughs> so and, yes. and you don't want to abuse. Uh, so you you think uh, talk back Thursday is somewhat of a privilege, uh, and and that's a, a, a good thing or a bad thing? Do you think? Uh, actually, I think freedom of speech should be a right rather than a privilege. But in our environment, <laughs> it should, it's more like a, a privilege of some sort. But no matter what, those who want freedom of speech. Has to follow this advice by uh, this uh, Voltaire. I think about two hundred over years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I disagree with what you say, but I will defend to my death your right to say it. I may hate it so much. I may get so angry about what you say, but I will defend your right to say it. And, and do you, you think if you can do it? Then you you can demand for freedom of speech. And, and do you think that is something that is is lacking, um, you know, in Malaysia's environment right now, where it seems somewhat one-sided as to who has that right and who has it as a privilege? Yes, yes, yes. We are seriously lacking that. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, one of our um, messages that came in um, seems to agree with you. This one saying a major issue isn't that free speech is abused. It's that certain voices are privileged over others. Hatred and bigotry seem to get a lot of airtime, yet dissent is repressed. What's that about? We're going to move on to our next caller. But if you want to call in, the number to call is 0377109000. You can text us at 0162019000 or tweet us at BFM Radio. We're speaking about freedom of speech. Is it a privilege? is an absolute right have the internet just made things all the more complicated tell us what you think uh, Zach is on the line hi Zach hi good evening good evening tell us what you think okay uh, originally uh, freedom of speech I think is a right that was given to all of us as a human being but uh, with the advent of the internet I believe this has evolved to become a privilege that uh, those of us with the access to the internet is able in, to enjoy it. But it's a privilege that comes with uh, consequences which can spiral out of control easily. And, and, and so, uh, is it a case right now where with the, with the internet, um, a lot of people are hiding and, and disguising themselves as, as, as people who can get away with cowardly statements and defamatory statements? Is that the problem right now? <coughs> All right, I think we lost uh, Zach, unfortunately. Yeah. Do try to call us back. Mm-hmm. Uh, 0377109000 is the number to call. Just going to get uh, to a couple of messages. This one in from Simon saying, Oh, the irony. From what I know, government-owned media, Utusan, is one of the most fined newspapers in the country for publishing libelous and defaming content. Fazli says, Freedom of speech, a right or a privilege, so long as we can speak our minds, it doesn't really matter which category uh, it's in. Um, also, this one, uh, the issue is not just privilege or right, but also consistency in as far 
far as criticism of the government is concerned, for example, people being charged for making remarks or posts, but then again, no action is taken against the influential. Tun M comes to mind. And finally, this one. The minister is right about rights and privilege. There's a distinction to be made. However, freedom of speech is our right and being a minister is a privilege, something to remember. Oh, look at that. Turn of phrase right there. Thank you very much for those texts. Keep them coming in at 016-201-9000. If you choose to SMS, you can tweet us at BFM Radio, of course, or call us at 0377-109000. Freedom of speech, privilege, or an absolute right. Uh, Zaman uh, thinks that it is both a right and a privilege. Tell us a little bit more, Zaman. Hi, hi, Uma. Good evening. Hi. Ezra here, Caroline yeah, as well. Guys, hi. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, my, in my opinion, I, I believe it's both, actually, because the absolute right, just like the previous uh, caller, is we are born with our right to speak what we're supposed to speak in the truth thing. So I don't see a, it's a problem to say it's not our right. And it is also a privilege for us to use it wisely. So... The problem that I see is not about the right or it's about the privilege. But the problem here is about double standard. And, and, and the double standard is, is what is frustrating for you? Yes, that is the actual problem. The privilege and the absolute right both have their, their rights, uh, their weight on this uh, speech. The only thing is double standard. When you... When you feel it's good for you, you accept it. But it's when you don't feel it's good for you, you don't want to accept it and you want to start to punishing. That's the problem. Right. Sounds familiar, Zaman. Sounds <laughs> awfully familiar. Yeah. Um, so this one, Kumar from PJ says, it's an absolute right. However, with it comes absolute scrutiny, possibility of litigation and criticism. Any offending expression, right or wrong, must be open to public debate, free from the arms of the state. Only through freedom of expression will a nation truly progress also one from sam saying freedom of speech should be treated as an absolute right the society will improve over time and eventually become a liberal society just like a debate session constructive inspirational sparking new innovative ideas gonna move on to our next caller before we take a quick break uh, greg is on the line uh, greg uh, tell us what you think about the situation we're experiencing here Hi, look, I'm a visitor to your country, which I think is a great privilege. But I find your behaviour as the Minister of Communication just outrageous. Blocking of internet websites because they might cause confusion. It's just mind-boggling outrageous. You know, the Minister recently launched three books on a certain Prime Minister. I just hope there was nothing confusing in those books for the people. Right. He's treating Malaysians as if they're children. And Malaysians are not children. They are grown adults and have the ability to, to communicate and understand. And, and Greg, um, you know, as an observer uh, to what's happening with regards to freedom of expression, I mean, other countries uh, deal with different things and uh, different issues in relation to this freedom. Um, how basic is uh, this discussion happening uh, in your eyes uh, as to what's happening here? Well, you know, I'm from Australia and, and our, our freedom of speech and uh, the freedom of our newspapers and the internet um, are widely open. And yes, at times they say things that uh, distress people and uh, some people may allude are not factually correct. But basically, if you don't have those fundamental freedoms, you do not have a democracy. 
All right. Thank, thank you. you very much, Greg. That's a, that's one of those quotes that you have on, on a bumper sticker at the back of your car. If you don't have these fundamental uh, freedoms, you don't have you don't democracy. Have democracy. <laughs> I'm going to head back uh, to a quick word from our sponsors. Um, it's Talk Back, folks. We're asking you, uh, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? You can call us at 0377109000. You can text us at 0162019000 or tweet us at BFM Radio. It's BFM 89.9. Hey, I hope you're really enjoying this podcast. Well, you, you must be. You've made it this far. Anyway, when you're done listening to this one, don't forget to check out At The Movies with my buddy Uma Pagan Ampike Pagan. It'll satisfy all your movie podcast cravings, but only after you're done listening to this one. Remember, it's bfm.my slash movies. Tweet, text, talk, talk back on BFM 89.9. The number to call is 0377109000. You can text us at 0162019000. Tweet us at BFM Radio. It's Talk Back with Caroline and Ezra. And it's freedom of speech, a privilege or an absolute right? Uh, it's a question that not... Carolina or I came up with, but it was in fact the communications and multimedia minister. He's chipping in on some content today. Um, and we want to hear from you as to whether you feel that it is a privilege or an absolute right. We've got Daniel on the line. Uh, Daniel, tell us what you think. Is it something that we're uh, using quite properly? Are we abusing this right? What do you think? Hey, good evening, guys. Good, good evening. evening. So basically, freedom of speech is an absolute right. I, I totally agree with it. But <laughs> I believe in the saying that, you know, just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean you should do it all the time. Right. All right. So in case in point, I mean, yeah, we are all rational human beings and we can all think for ourselves, you know, what we, what we should say, how we should interpret things, what people say, you know, and how to, how to take what people say. On the other hand, you know, there are certain things that you shouldn't say, that you shouldn't talk about. For example, case in point, Alvin Tan. Hmm. You know, you can't you can't just go around, you know, talking bad about other people's religions. You know, you know making fun of other people's religions. Well, on the other hand, yeah, I see where he's coming from. Yes, freedom of speech, it is his right to express himself. But but the question is, should the price to pay be borne by everybody else no. when it comes to regulation and limiting freedom of speech? Certainly not. Certainly not. I just believe in the fact that yes, freedom of speech is a right, but. We, as people who are enjoying that right, should be able to use it wisely, as one of the previous callers said. Fair enough. Thank you very much, uh, Daniel. We're going to move on to our next caller. We've got CK on the line. Hi, CK. Hi, hi. So on the question of privilege or right, I think it's, a, it's definitely a right. But for somebody to come out and say that, you know, um, that you, you can't be putting things on the internet because uh, there's a lot of lies. I think it's just like saying, you know, the, the government puts infrastructure in place, like, you know, you know government this road, but because there's a few road bullies, so we're going to stop people from driving on the road. Or, you know, government supplies water and electricity, but, you know, because there's a few tariff here and there, therefore we're going to stop supplying water and you know, electricity to the general public. So, I mean, that's, that's, hmm. that's, not, that's not the right way to look at it. Yeah. But... You know, but on the other hand, if if there's if if you know the the authorities feel there's a lot of uh, lies that's been posted on the internet, um, well, it's a question of not looking at the lies, but looking at what's driving all this, you know, reaction from the public. Is there an issue that's underlying that is causing you know the the dissatisfaction uh, of the netizens? Uh, if there is, the, the 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 action should be to address the dissatisfaction and not 
to stop people coming on to say things. That's my idea. Thank, right. you, very Thank much, you very CK. much, And I suppose viewed um, from that lens, it feels as though this type of freedom of speech that he's talking about can be um, a window of insight, essentially. You, you know what's really a window of insight on, on this you know, past 15 minutes or so we've been having talk about Malaysians and you know, in particular BFM listeners, they're so discerning about how to express themselves in this free environment, quote-unquote, mm -hmm. because we're talking about an issue that really is addressed but not really addressed by ourselves or the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still still trying to connect. And that, for me, um, is, is so wonderful and so interesting. Because even right now, uh, Caroline, you and I, we're bound by all sorts of different regulations mm. and different types of laws about what we can, what we can't say, what our bosses will be happy with, what our bosses won't be happy with. Yeah. And the listeners are reciprocating in that same manner. And I think Malaysia's at large, generally just do want to communicate um, on a very honest and transparent level. We do. No more, no less. We do, but we're also, if you look at our history, we're very good at sort of being able to balance those nuances and sort of play between the lines, if yeah. you will. And, and, and the extremes are... Well, they do happen. Don't get me wrong. The yeah. extremes do happen. We've got we've had callers that you know go off the rails, maybe. But mm -hmm. by and large, there's a huge segment of society that is just willing to have a conversation uh, about what's um, well, what, but what's real. You know. Well, here's the thing. Then, if we look at the poll that's running online, we'll see whether it's a reflection of the calls that we've been receiving this uh, this evening. Yeah. So, freedom of speech is 21% of people saying it's a privilege, 55% uh, saying it's an absolute right. However, 24% that's almost a quarter saying. That that freedom of speech is overrated. No, so it, it is overrated. Overrated. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, but you know, <laughs> I just can't do this young lingo. But I think the point is whether or not that so it's obviously a slightly different. It doesn't exactly mirror the calls that we've been receiving. So there is this, there is this anonymity situation when it comes to what goes on online. And if you want to talk about honesty, you have to take it into context and look at all the different platforms. Yeah, we're going to take a call uh, from Zach, who was cut off uh, earlier. Zach, um, you're on the line now. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. All right, please continue right. with your point earlier. And, uh, All right. Uh, okay, sure. So, uh, actually, can I use a situation as an example? Sure, absolutely. Okay, I'm not sure if you guys remember, uh, there was a running joke last time on the internet where uh, there was this uh, poster about a family with two very beautiful-looking parents and three kids who are very ugly-looking. I think you're talking about the plastic surgery situation. I yeah yeah. So uh, it was supposedly as a taken as a running joke. Uh, originally talking about the I think it was a hoax. Who is, yeah. Yeah, but uh, the reality wasn't like that because uh, when people start started spreading that uh, joke as uh, the you know the parents uh, have have done plastic surgery before, and what happened was the model actually. Uh, got turned down by a lot of uh, modeling uh, agencies or companies who offering contracts because of this body surgery. Yeah, so, so just to make yeah. that clear, it was a, a husband who supposedly divorced his model wife because she didn't tell him that um, she had plastic surgery done and therefore the kids came out, according to him, ugly. Uh, yeah. um, and it ruined yeah. her life, so that's long story short. Karen, was this a Malaysia uh, or was really, it... Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a Malaysian story, okay. no. Yeah, but then uh, the point is that... Uh, what started off as a joke that seemed harmless could actually spiral out of control and by the time we realize that the damage has been done, mm -hmm. it might be already too late. So yeah. I think uh, while expressing any sort of uh, expression on the internet, I believe we should uh, be aware that what we say can have uh, impact on somebody even though you may not know the person 
or even though you may not see that person. Yeah, that's fair. And I think yeah. it's these types of stories that uh, essentially teach us uh, to be a little bit more careful, to have empathy and be aware of what could go on or what could happen. And it certainly happened in this instance. Yeah, in that instance, you know, uh, there's no sense of discretion um, uh, about that. And, mm. you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of tweets uh, and, and, and there's a tweet right here. Here's the thought, if freedom of speech is a right, why the call for people's head when bigotry services? And... You know, it, it's a really funny thing because people take this this right to, to say what you want and to express how you feel as a green card or as a, a free-for-all card to say anything you wish uh, and to yell fire in a crowded theatre. That's not the premise of, of freedom of speech. No, I mean, it's that's not. not the reason for it, for sure. In, but in fact, um, you know, so there is that inability to make that distinction. So Imber sent this message in saying, it's not an absolute right. I don't have the right to make a defamatory statement or to make any derogatory statements against someone and that and, and this rightly goes back to exactly what it is you're saying that's not what it means yeah and um, look we're going to move on to our next call we've got a few more calls here David is on the line hi David hey hi thanks hey, for hey. holding the line tell us what you think about uh, whether it's a right or a privilege I, I, I think that it should be a right but this right should be handled with care we have to be very careful when you use it use it tactfully use it professionally uh, for example, don't touch on religion, don't touch on sensitive issues, sensitive remarks, you know, use it, use it widely, responsibly. Don't touch on those issues, that means uh, you are an advocate for not talking about them at all. No, no, um, um, uh, we can talk about it, but, but we don't condemn a, a religion, we don't condemn a race, you know. Be, 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 be mindful of what people might perceive when you say something. I think you've got to be careful about the sensitivities of people around, especially in areas of religion. From what you've seen online, do you think Malaysians are careful enough? We're talking about netizens here. There are people who are careful, there are people who are not. There are people who don't think twice and they just post whatever they feel. You know, and then they regret later sometimes. And with the degree of regulation that we have, do you think it's enough to push this in the right direction? Well, I think uh, I, I think the regulation is really, really uh, more than it should be. I think we shouldn't have so much regulation. Uh, that is where I'm going to touch on my second point on privilege. You see, but when we see something is so wrong, when it's so obvious that we see something is so wrong, let's say, in our country, in the way it's been managed, in, 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 you know. I mean, it's common sense sometimes. Uh, as a citizen, as taxpayers, I think we should be allowed to say something because no one person or no one body or no one statutory reg re regulatory body can tell you that, oh, you know, it's all right, it's, it's clear, it's, you know. We are not stupid. Relations are not stupid. And if you if you just put a word outside, I think most people will say, yeah, I don't believe in the system anymore. There's no transparency, you know, because we, if you look at, it, it's a globalized world. We look at other countries, how it's practiced nowadays. You know, there's always check and balance. Check and balance are always put in place, but we see that lacking. And we are not, we don't live in coconut shell anymore. We know what's the best practices of the world. So we are allowed to compare that kind of thing in, in a compelling way. We are allowed to say those kind of things. I mean, of course, we've got to be careful uh, not to be defamatory, but 
you know, I think. Uh, but but, but David, I guess freedom of expression in the context of checks and balances, you're for that, right? Yes, of course. And balances, All right, so terrific stuff, David. Thank you very much. Run out of time as we have to head to the news. Folks, it's Top Back, and we're asking you, is freedom of speech a privilege or an absolute right? Yeah, we're just going to get to a couple of messages. So this one in saying, the minister should remember we're no longer in the analog age, but digital, you need to keep up or get left behind. This one saying, not everyone has the same intellect not to abuse freedom of speech. We should have freedom of speech until a certain extent, such as um, have the freedom to go anywhere on earth. Un- under the circumstance that is oxygen and that oxygen is our regulation um, this one um, can we stop treating the internet as if it's this thing that transforms us into monsters these problems actually existed way before the internet came along because it actually involves people <laughs> that's the point there alright uh, <laughs> folks you can uh, text us at 016 you can tweet us at BFM Radio of course you can call us at 0377109000 or you can also participate in the poll that's running uh, on our Twitter website. We're asking you to answer this one. Freedom of speech is, we have three answers for you. A, a privilege. B, an absolute right. C, overrated. Just looking at the votes that have come in so far, not much of a change. 55% saying that freedom of speech is an absolute right. Slightly more than half. Um, the rest are divided amongst a privilege and overrated with uh, overrated slightly higher than privilege. Though. got a text oh. here that says you know, a privilege is a special entitlement granted to a restricted group or person either by birth or a conditional basis and can be revoked. By contrast, a right is irrevocable and inherently held by all human beings. It is self-evident and universal under the laws of nature. There you go. I mean... Yeah, this one saying, just because you're free to speak doesn't mean that uh, what you say doesn't invite consequences or criticism. That's speech too. So we'll get back to your messages and your calls after the news. Stay with us. This is BFM 89.9. The Evening Edition on BFM 89.9. Folks, it's Talk Back. You're with Caroline and Ezra. And the number to call is 0377109000. You can text us at 0162019000. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, this past hour, we've been speaking about the issue of freedom of expression or freedom of speech, whether it's a privilege or an absolute right. And that question was posed by the Communications and Multimedia Minister, Dr. Sri Saleh Said Kurwak. And he said in his latest blog posting that many people were abusing the internet and barking on campaigns of, quote, lies and misinformation, end of quote. Instead of using the internet, or the online platform to exchange ideas and opinions in a civil manner. Tell us what you think. And once again, the number is 0377109000. We've got our next caller, Anthony, is on the line. Hi, Anthony. Anthony, are you there? Anthony, we're giving you some opportunities to express that freedom of expression. Uh, and unfortunately, you're still not there. Okay, we're going to move on to our <laughs> next caller. Anthony, do try call us back. 0377109000. Uh, Kendrick is on the line. Hi, Kendrick. Hi, guys. How you Hi. doing? Hi. Hi. Uh, okay. So, uh, first of all, I'd like to say that um, for freedom of speech, uh, it's not really about being able to say whatever you want without any consequences. But it's more that you can say anything without the government taking any actions on you. So, uh, I mean, like, uh, for example, like, I, I, can't, I can't just go around, like, insulting people or, like, defaming people without uh, people taking any legal action Correct. against me, right? Yes. Uh, so, with that in mind, right, uh, I think that um, what, what I feel that instead of, like, censoring people or, like, stating their opinion, 
because I feel that those opinions are usually uh, with reasons or like there's a uh, there's a reason why they would uh, believe certain rumors or certain um, lies that is being spreaded, right? So like if uh, for example, if I see like uh, someone telling me that the the sky is red, I'm not gonna believe it without like doing any investigation, right? Right, some sort so, of proof that will substantiate yeah, so, their claim, or at least look at the sky. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so. Um, it is uh, the the rumors and lies are something that is uh, to to a lot of people believable. That's why they start spreading it. Mm-hmm. I would I would imagine. So uh, I think what's more important is that um, we like since young, everyone should be educated on how to think critically and like how to at least check for credibility of any source that they are reading, instead of like trying to control what people think about a certain issue. I don't feel that it uh, like people should be worried about. Uh, what what they say that might offend uh, certain people. Instead, it's like if if there are um, if there are people who disagree with you, they should be able to think like independently and like not not worry too much about. Um, what you're saying. Uh, Kendrick, what you mentioned just there actually resonates with one something mentioned by our previous caller that we don't have uh, the practice or the skill sets uh, to really embrace the full potential of, of, of expressing ourselves in a, in a free manner. Do you think that's something that's lacking the critical thought, the, the independent analysis to gauge as to whether something is potentially true or potentially false? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh I would like you, you. I mean, it's quite evident online, on social media, especially like when you see people. They, most of them would just even like read the headlines and then just start, start like commenting without really just finding out what what is actually being uh, talked about, right? Yeah. So it's it's really like people really need to start being aware of like, um, like you know, there there may be like fake news online and like not every everything should really be taken. Uh, we pinch our thought until you can verify it. All right, thank you very much for that. And you know, I can see this easily going back to the education system, and you know, we very easily seem to, to bring it back to education each time. No, we Caroline, do a our callers are supposed to do that. You're not supposed no, to bring not, that. No, I'm not. I can see it happening. Anyway, uh, this tweet from <laughs> Nukman Bashir, who says, um, "Yeah, it's right, but don't forget, we also have a freedom of listening. We can choose to listen or not to listen." Um, this one in from Shi Sian Lee saying it's overrated um, in response to our poll asking whether or not freedom of speech is a privilege, a right, or is it overrated? overrated. She says overrated, especially, sorry, overrated, especially with a somehow popular interpretation that it's freedom from all consequences. And I think therein lies the point, isn't it? It's freedom of speech, but you know, it's not freedom of consequences because making defamatory statements is still wrong. Slander is still wrong. And there are laws dealing with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have laws that Parliament have enacted that um, you know, deals with these issues of freedom of expression. Now, of course, in the context of Malaysia, it seems that it's not Parliament that comes up with these laws, but other uh, departments, other agencies, other public figures uh, that make that restriction. Um, Hang on a minute. Is that a freedom of, of uh, is that freedom of speech? No, uh, there's a this called due process. It's called, you know, democracy and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, we're going to move on to our next caller. Ramesh is on the line. Hi, Ramesh. Hi, guys. Um, Hi. I'm Ramesh here. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Um, I think my views will fall somewhere in the middle of the spectrum, mm-hmm. although I, I'm quite a strong advocate um, to say that freedom of speech should be considered as birthright. But I think it's only for the topics when it comes to about corruption or you know, standing, uh, making a stand for education or women's rights, etc. Where should it not exist? No, it should exist. But uh, when it comes to these kind of topics, I mean, uh, when it shouldn't exist, I think when it comes to race and religion, right? I mean, 
you're free to make your your opinions and uh, yeah render your perspective but i think it shouldn't uh, upset like the others um i also would like to share something because i'm quite fortunate to live abroad in 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 different parts of europe for a couple of years okay. and um you, you guys i mean um, a lot of people will be quite surprised that the, uh, when i mention this a lot of the europeans that i met uh when they make a stand about you know race and religion usually they try to put it in a manner where it's politically correct in fact they'll be quite surprised to to hear someone who's like being very vocal about race and religion right. in fact it, the kind of jokes about you know the kind of russell peter kind of jokes where is unacceptable in europe off. yeah it's not really that acceptable in fact it doesn't really sit that well with them yeah. uh you know so that's something um, quite shocking for me because like before you know like i went there i was thinking uh you know it's a freedom of speech you can make anything you know whatever in your mind and you don't really have to care about upsetting anyone around you but i think um yeah it, it, when it comes to faith and religion i think uh, you should be a bit mindful about well, it. Well, it's, it's interesting because the, the situation that you speak about in Europe is this political correctness happening in the United States as well about the distinction between a joke that is racial versus a joke that is racist, exactly. right? And and yeah. a lot of people have that uh, have an issue in di- distinguishing that. But in the context of Malaysia when it comes to freedom of expression and perhaps providing checks and balances to the types of information that is going to be made available for the public to consume, do you think that that type of freedom of expression is okay? Yeah, I think that is okay. I mean, obviously, um, you should always make sure there's a venue and platform for you to, uh, uh, you know, uh, share and uh, you know discuss about these kind of topics. But again, like those people who's gonna render their views, I mean, in the discussion, I think you should be quite mindful about uh, how vocal you're gonna be. I mean, like, what's the boundary gonna set for yourself? I mean, you should just ask yourself, like, what I'm gonna say now, is it gonna like make someone from another race and religion really upset about it? So I think. I mean that's my view so I think only when it comes to that section just be a bit mindful I mean you do not want to say something to people that you do not want to hear uh, yourself right I think that was three disclaimers after the the last disclaimer <laughs> Ramesh thank you very much though we we get it. I got your back don't worry man don't worry all right thank you very much for your call Ramesh we're going to move on to uh, Mr Lee uh, Mr Lee tell us what you think Ah uh, it's a right for us It's a right speech is a right All right tell us why Yes, especially in this country at this point of time, you know, it's the right of every citizen to speak up. And I need you to speak up into the microphone of the phone as well, Mr. Lee, because we're we're losing you a little bit. But t- tell us um, why, in this moment in time, do you feel that it's right? Well, of course, you know, there's uh, there are a lot of things happening which uh, we must speak up. Um, the powers that we are trying to limit our right to speak, but they are the one who can speak anything. Not only they are speaking anything, they can do anything. And do you feel that this is something that needs to be um, addressed through, um, I guess, means in, in which we, in how we connect through social media, through, through the internet? Is that something that you're for? Yes, definitely. As much as possible, as many citizens as possible have to come up with, uh, with their opinion about what is going on in the country, and that is freedom of speech, and, and that's the only way that we can put pressure on the powers that be. And 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 the pressure is so that you can hold them accountable more than anything else. Absolutely, yes. Thank All you right, very terrific much stuff, that. Mr. Lee. Enthusiastic about freedom of speech. A That's couple, wonderful. A couple of tweets and messages that have come in. This one saying, the views had so far along social lines. From a political perspective, however, we as Malaysians are being silenced from various acts in government bodies. Freedom of speech is an absolute right. Uh, at Rambling Mind tweeted in saying, do you think Malaysians are mature enough to accept uh, freedom of speech? How many of us speak because we can and not because we should? Vincent says, freedom of speech with or without consequences it's a right 
with consequences and a privilege without. All right. Thank you very much for those texts and tweets. Our next call is Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl, are you on, are you there? Yes, I'm still here. Terrific. Uh, tell us what you think about freedom of speech, uh, privilege, absolute right. What do you think? I think it's an absolute right. Um, but I'd also like to say, um, why are some people? Why should you be afraid of being challenged, or why should you be afraid of someone having um, an opinion that differs from yours? Because I think that that breeds um, uh, adversity. Yes, that breeds um, discussions and disagreements. But that's also what encourages us to think and reason with ourselves why we think the way we think and why we do what we do. Mm. And at the end of the day, adversity breeds resilience and that's for the betterment of everyone. Well, that's interesting yeah. because I think a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, maybe some people find that, you know, these disagreements, the, 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 the challenges, the, the adversity uh, leads to a very a negative and hostile environment which may threaten the security of, uh, of the public. So what if somebody has that argument towards you? I think, I mean, you, you can also have, you also have to look at yourself. You know, you can take it as um, what someone is commenting as very as um, an off- you can take an offense to mm. it, or you can make an effort to understand them and ask them, you know, why why so. Um, I'll just give an example. When I was in college and high school, I used to be in the debate team. Right. So from from that environment, I I would take every conversation as um, an absolute right or wrong or yes or no. You know, and I had to argue my way even even in normal conversations I, I would have to argue my way and um, push that you know I, I am right but then I remember a friend of mine told me um, it's that it's there are people sometimes you have to understand that there's no right there's no wrong there are people who are going to be different and it's okay to be different it's not wrong it's just different Wow. All right. So some useful tips there from debating uh, class. Thank you very much for that, uh, Cheryl. And, you know, it's interesting because we've been speaking about these these black and whites. And a lot of time, it, it, there's a lot of gray in the middle when it comes to the, these issues. But I think what we're seeing from a lot of the conversation is that people are for uh, freedom of expression or freedom of speech, especially when used in the proper context, when oh. utilized and, and pushed towards um, something that will benefit you know society as a whole. Our final caller of the day is Lim. Hi, Lim. Hi, I think uh, freedom of expression is, is a right within certain boundaries. I think I think you you can express yourself, but you don't you don't really want to cross those boundaries as well. And you you do also want to check your your facts. And, and who should put those boundaries in or place? Or who sets those boundaries? Yeah. Um, I think it's societal norms. Yep. Yeah. So what it means is that uh, yeah, you know, for instance, that uh, there are certain sensitivities. Uh, in different cultures, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to do that, you know, because you don't want to create friction. So you, you do want to remain uh, within certain certain boundaries without without having to cross that. Terrific stuff. Thank, Thank you. you very much for that, Lim. Okay, um, just one more message before we wrap up Talk Back Thursday this evening. This one uh, saying, one thing's for sure, freedom of speech will still continue in Kopitiam and Mamak shops. I mean, do well, you hear the people sing? <laughs> yeah, if it's not online, you know where to go to have those conversations. Folks, thank you very much for all your calls, texts and tweets on tonight's discussion. If you missed any part of this program, you certainly can head over to our website, bfm.my, to download the podcast. We've got some more music lined up right after these messages. BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. 
To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.